afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope God is good in your world. I hope everything is great. Um, again, I apologize to all my listeners. I have been offline quite a bit, much more than I would have wanted, but no excuses, but it's just been really a very, very busy time. It's just been a really busy time. And I'm really struggling to meet up with some of my commitments, you know, and things like that. But this shouldn't be one of those that I'm struggling with. But it's really tough. It's been tough. It's been tough. And um, I'm even telling myself that I need to slow down and find a way to slow down. Uh, yeah, but I'm just hoping that very soon things will calm down a bit. And I'll have a bit more time to myself, if you know what I mean. So, um... Hmm. I don't even know where to start. This is one of those things. And this is my problem. My problem is that I have this um, truth serum condition whereby once that I once I start speaking, what's inside of me comes out. As, I'm, as in, I really cannot make progress until I get it out. You know, this, and then when I then get it off my chest, then I can then move on to other things. So anyway, so let me just talk about this because I, I don't think I'm going to be able to... I don't think I'm going to be able to say anything until I actually get this off my chest somehow. So, something happened to me yesterday um, that really shook me somehow, you know. And um, it shook me because you know how you can think that you are over certain things. And that's why when Paul says, let him that thinks he stands take heed lest he falls. I also understand now when God says he will not allow us to be tempted above that which we are able. I kid you not. Many of us that are saying, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. Or my, you know, uh, I've dealt with this in my area. I don't know why people are, you know, just being judgmental generally without really, you know, not in malicious, not in a malicious, (coughs) excuse me. Not in a malicious way, but we just really wonder when we see people behaving in a particular way. We're like, what's wrong with you? Can't you just get it together? I now realize that hmm, that saying that says there but for the grace of God go I it's so true because there are some situations that you just and I'm, I'm really trying I, I, I'm, I'm going to try very hard not to <laughs> not to say what I, I what, you know I, I'll try not to give too much details just so that I don't shock you guys but it was that kind of thing where let's just say that I, I, I shocked my I, I was I was caught off guard in a particular situation and I was stunned at the kind of reaction I had or rather my let me just say my body had to what I was what went on. And it made me realize that first of all, you know, you know this thing about I don't even know myself. You know? In fact, it's not even right to say it was a reaction of my body. It was my reaction. You know, it was my reaction. It was even it was even more of my. It was my. Re- Let's just say it was me reacting on a certain level. And so let me. Okay, let's just. Let me, let me just try and break it down. So let me tell you something, or let me t- let me just say something. So you know how, like me, I'm this kind of person that I meet people. I'm not a very, you know, I'm a very private person. I like being around people, but it's not often that I meet people that 
I feel a connection with you know of any kind it's not often that doesn't really ha- happen when I say well it doesn't happen often it, yeah it doesn't really have happen often and I've always had that challenge that when I do meet people that there is a connection with I get really intrigued because I wonder why is this one so special there must this must be there for something and all that so and that connection doesn't necessarily mean you know when I mean a connection I mean that there's just something there's a vibe you know and of course it differs for some people it's just oh I would like to work with this person or there's an intellectual connection some it's like friendship some it's just this guy is just a nice person some it's actually spiritual some you know that oh we're on the same spiritual work in fact that's the one I like the best because that person just becomes like a somebody that you can have that those kind of spiritual um, conversations with and all that some it's 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 different it's about maybe a prof, you know professional our professional journey aligns you know but it's always nice when i meet those kind of people because you know they make the world a little bit better for each and every one of us and then you know you can have a relationship with that person around that vibe that goes on you know but there's some people that i meet this doesn't happen to me very often in fact what happened to me yesterday i would say is the first time in a very long time it has happened and even when it has happened in the past i don't recall it being as intense as this one was i don't know whether maybe it's just the you know i i I really don't know what, what happened i don't know whether it's the individual whether it was me i just don't understand but i do recall though there was one person some years back that there was a, a, a certain you know vibe I don't want to use the word chemistry but there was a certain vibe you know um, and there was a certain energy although later on that one then turned out to be anyway that's just you know but the point I'm trying to make is that there's some people like that I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you so the point I'm saying is that there's so much you know and you i felt so personally impacted by that meeting and you would wonder that you know i kept asking myself why what what really happened there you know what was i mean it's not often i meet people and i'm still trying to unpack what exactly happened you know when you meet someone and then you feel like you feel like i i i i I don't use what I know you or you just feel a connection. I can't, you know, I, as in, I can't explain. This was so bizarre. This was like one of the most bizarre things and you can't explain. You know that you don't know this person, but you sense a connection that you yourself cannot explain. And that connection, you're not even sensing that it is a positive one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a positive one. You, know, you can't say it's a positive one, but there's something, there's something. And, um, Maybe it was even maybe it's even a a, a warning something you know I, I still haven't fully and this is the thing about me sometimes sometimes and this you know I just feel so bad sometimes I sense things and I don't understand you know I will be sensing and I'll be trying to figure it out and then my brain will be trying to figure it out meanwhile it is not a thing that the brain can figure out and if I don't key into the spirits and into god well enough eventually i will end up reacting or responding based on what my mind is telling me and of course my mind is always wrong because the spiritual things just like the bible says my mind cannot it it's totally out of its 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 capacity competence area 
whenever I then make a logical decision based on that situation or that relationship or that person or whatever it is, I always end up making the wrong decision. Because that vibe that I'm getting is not a physical, it's not a mental headspace vibe. It's a vibe on the emotional, soul, and some soulish and sometimes spiritual realm. So what happened yesterday, and I'm, I, in fact, as I'm talking about it right now, I'm thinking I really need to go back and talk to God. What exactly happened there? What, what was that? There was something. Imagine you're introduced to somebody and then there's such, you sense something that even for, even I couldn't even greet the person properly because I was so, I was just caught off guard. I was really caught off guard. You know, but, um, and I, I don't know if it was, I think it was noticeable, but very brief, but extremely intense. So, anyways, um, I'm just saying, of course, I can't go into much more detail than what I'm saying, but it just made me realize that one, first of all, um, God has been merciful. Let me just put it that way, because there are things that if you were, if I was presented with even today, there are choices that if were presented to me today, it would be a struggle for me, you know, to make the right choice. It's just the truth. And sometimes it is easier to continue on the path of, you know, a certain path of righteousness and holiness simply because you don't know any other. Do you understand? There's no, there are no options that have been presented to you. So, and I think this was the thing. This was some, I don't want to, I don't, I know I should be, I should try, I should try my best to be as open and honest as I could be. But you know what? You know when you, you meet, you, you, you see something that looks very interesting, but you know that this is trouble. That was what happened. So, what you would call temptation in human form, yeah. And um, the fact that I'd, I've not even, like I said, I was I was dazed because I'm like, God, this this I can't remember when last this happened. You know what I'm saying? And it just made me realize that wow, one should just thank God for the mercy of God because. You are there feeling and telling yourself that, you know, you are so righteous, you are so holy. Whereas it's just that, well, clearly you just haven't seen what you like. You know what I'm saying? Or what could possibly even be interesting, you know? So, when the Bible says, let him that um, thinks he stand, you should take heed lest he stand. He really knows what he's talking about. You have to be, wow. Well, you know, but yeah, and it, it just makes me also know, you know, sometimes uh, I think overexposure is a problem. And I understand why celebrities and all of them have such a wild life, and you know, they're jumping from one relationship to the other, it's because they're just meeting so many people. 
And when you meet a lot of people, you then become aware of the fact that, man, <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? That there's so many, because there are really a lot of phenomenal people on the planet. In in Bible school, we, we are doing a course, um, we, 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 you know, one of my seminary programs, we'll be talking about the image of God, that every man was created in the image of God. And I really liked that teaching because it finally made me understand something that i've always wondered about because i used to wonder that you know in church they teach us as if it's only christians that can do good things it's only christians that carry the power of god and i you know when you look outside you can see that there is a bit of god in every man or divinity i don't know how to explain you know human beings are able to do such i don't want to say magical such you know divine there's no godly things you know amazing things Sometimes acts of love, acts of com- compassion. There are people saving lives in amazing ways, and they're, <clears throat> they're not Christians. There are people that do good things. There are people who have a lovely spirit, and they are not Christians. So I used to wonder, but you know, they would always say it. <clears throat> and that doctrine made you look at Christians and or people who are not Christians in a certain kind of way. But in my heart, I just felt, you know, but I didn't have the, I felt this was not, I felt the evidence around didn't support that teaching, but I didn't have, you know, a a strong enough understanding to counter it. But in seminary, we've been taught that all men are created in the image of God and that the Bible teaches that not just in Genesis, Genesis, but also in the apostles, where um, one of the um, epistles, one of the apostles was saying that, we should not be abusive to men because they are created in the image of God. And he wasn't talking about just um, people who were believers, but saying men generally are created in the image of God. And that is what Genesis 3 says. So whether or not those people become Christians or they believe or they hate God or they are serial killers or not, they are still created in the image of God. Meaning there is the, Im- the the image of God is in them. It does not mean they are righteous. It doesn't mean they are holy. It doesn't mean they are saved. But the species of human being that they are is, um, in Greek, is called imago deo, um, image of God. And what we're being taught in school was that for that reason, and that that's why God says we should love every man because we should because they are God's creation. Not only that they are God's creation like flowers and trees, but they are created in the image of God. Flowers are not created in the image of God. Dogs, cats, pets, whales, dolphins, all the wonderful creatures on the earth are not created in the image and the likeness of God. Neither are angels created in the image and the likeness of God. So there is a special place in God's creation given to all men, all women. And that's why God demands, that's why murder, killing of a human being, is considered a sin. It's not the same as killing of a dog or a whale or an ostrich. So God has put something in human beings. I mean, and when you look at people, honestly, human beings are, I think, the most amazing. I see some people and I'm like, hmm. in fact, we have a saying in Nigeria, when we see some people, we look at them and we're like, ha, ah, God, they create. You know, so we just say like, wow, God really, you know, you look at some people and you are, you want to lift up holy hands and just bless God. Like, you, some people are just magnificent, you know, in, in, in who they are. And these are just, you know, some people look like angels. I watched this Korean drama, this girl, Oh my goodness, this K-drama, I spent 16 hours of my life, oh my goodness, watching this drama, it was 16 episodes, one hour each. 
and I won't say the title because I'm not going to do a Netflix plug-in. <laughs> you know, but it's one of those 13 plus movies, really nice. The K- Koreans are really, you know, I mean, gosh, the dramas are amazing. And I don't watch other, you know, anyway, but they've, they've reeled me in. Not all, I can't watch all of them, but this, some I do. Some are really good. This one was quite good. But what struck me was the girl who was the lead. She looked literally like an angel. Literally. She looked like an angel, but she also had, she was this kind of person that she could also be a villain. So depending on how she looked, sometimes she looks like an angel, sometimes she looks like, you know, the way the devil is described, beautiful, magnificent, but deadly. But she, her features are amazing. She looked almost, it was like, she's, she's South Korean, but there was a little bit of Indian, a little bit of Thailand, a little bit of Indonesia. It's like the entire Asian hemisphere was in her. In fact, I saw a bit of Naomi Campbell too. You know what I mean? So she she just had it all. So much going on. I mean, I, she would be attractive to people of all races anywhere in the world. So I, I was like, God, you really created. So, and of course, her, you know, so, and, uh, same thing. Another K-drama I'm also watching, that one too has a male lead who literally looks like an angel. As in, if you want to imagine what an angel would look like. That's, she, yeah, she looks, she has angelic features. There's no, you know, I can't describe it, you know. High cheekbones, you know, and all that. You know, he actually looks like an elf, you know, like the kind of elves that are depicted in the Lord of Rings. As in his natural features are like, he looks like an elf. Looks like a ma- magical creature. And these are human beings. So God has really created some, some human beings. And some people, they come into the room, energy just comes in with them. Energy, they have charisma, as we call charisma. Some people have it. There's just an aura. There's an energy. There's a fire around them. You can't explain it. So human beings are really magical creatures. And some people, you 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 know, when they talk about attraction, you meet them. You you just can't. You it's like flame. You are just drawn to them. Now, if it's a positive flame, it's a good thing. But imagine if it's a negative flame. I mean, I, I know this um, the story about, um, is it a moth or those um, insects that fly towards the flame and whether it's going to kill them or not. In fact, there's some in- insect killers that we have. That's what they do. They have a certain kind of light with the sound. The insects are naturally attracted to those lights and the sound and they kill them. So it's attracted like a moth. Yeah, I think it's the moth. Attracted like a moth to the flame. So something is so bright, the attraction, the call of that fire is so compelling. But it's going to kill you. So imagine what it's going to take you as a moth to fight against the natural instinct to fly into that flame. So that your life will be saved and so that you do not perish. So that was somehow like, you know, I mean, you can imagine this level of reflection coming out of a meeting with an individual that did not last more than one minute it was that significant but it it made me realize that wow yeah therefore there but for the grace of god go i the fact that i am living this kind of life is because of the path that god has allowed me to lead the influences he has kept out of my life i could easily be somewhere else doing something completely different from where I am now and probably still feel quite fulfilled because I don't know any better. Do you understand what I'm saying? My path 
up till this point have made it relatively easy for me to be who I am now. This, in quotes, wholesome individual who seems to be very structured in the way she does things. But experiences like the encounter I had yesterday made me realize that, wow, my life could have been a completely different way. And I'm not saying this with any form of regret. I am saying it with, a, with, with reverence because I know that whatever it was that other life could have been would have been a self-destructive one for me. But you know, before now, I would tell myself that, yeah, I could never have lived that life. No, now I know I can live that life. I would have lived that life. But for the grace of God, that is who I would have been. It would have destroyed me. It would have consumed me. But I could have. But because God did not allow certain things or certain people to come into my life at certain times. It's, it's really amazing. And I wish I could say more. I really wish I could say more. But then I just don't want to. Yeah, I just don't want to. I, it, it would be I don't think it's appropriate um, yeah and I, I, I don't really have anything more to say other than that but I think for me first of all what I like about my work with God is that when I when I go through things like this I and what I like with God is my relationship with him is real so even yesterday when I, I was like God I was just talking to him I was like what was that you know I I I don't need to hide it from me him but I was a bit ashamed of myself, you know what I mean, like, wow, you know, shall I thought you were beyond this kind of thing, I was a bit like, oh my goodness, I, I was just, you know, so I haven't really had the sit down with him, I was just like, oh God, you know, you know, I was just, you know, like, oh, yeah, God forgive me, the thoughts in my head, you know, that kind of thing, but I think I need to have a sit down with him and ask him, I'm like, okay, so what, is there, you know, please can you talk me through what exactly you know what's going on here and what do I need you know do I need uh, should I be worried you know that kind of thing and um, for me it was just really about self-discovery I think that was just it yeah because I just it just made me realize that oh wow so yeah 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 it just made me realize yeah that uh, ha yeah, I thought I had, I thought there were certain things, struggles that I, I had left behind me, and now I realize that, yeah, they are behind me, but yeah, as probably, yeah, you would always have to, every now and then, yeah, every now and then you realize that you, you, you are not, you are not, um, you are not immune, you are not 100% immune. And I guess it's, it's, I'm sure it's also been a little bit like, it's, it, this is too much reflection for, you know, something that, you know, but anyway, I know what, I, yeah, let's just say it was, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was an experience. And, and I guess for me, I'm a very reflective person. So for me, it was, it was significant enough because like I said, I don't, and, and I think that's also, and that's the thing. I think because I'm somebody, and that's why I live a very isolated life, because I'm someone who I really don't often, you know, I, I'm so private, I'm so content in myself. I, I, uh, I don't know how to play it. I don't, it's not often I see people that make me like stop in my tracks. You know what I'm saying? 
and, and and i don't want this to sound bad because i actually meet a lot of really really nice lovely people that i talk with and everything and we have the conversation but not yeah this one was just different i, I don't know how to explain it it was just different I mean, what happens to me more commonly is people that I hear their stories and then I'm fascinated by their stories. I meet those kind of people very often. That's more common. So we actually sit, we talk, and then it's your stories that draw me in. This one, there was no story. As in, in fact, there was no conversation. There was nothing. So that was that was very alarming. <laughs> that was really alarming to me. That was quite shocking. But again, that's the thing. There was no physically told story. But there was there was just stuff that I was sensing, stuff that I was sensing. But I'll leave it at that. And um, I think one of the things I it really irks me is how I sense things and I don't know, you know, I I don't I don't have the understanding of what I'm sensing, and it takes me a while. As in, oh God, I, that's my one of my pet peeves. When I get to heaven, I'll be like, God, why? Because I sense things. I really do. I sense it, but. Before the understanding will come, hey, sometimes the understanding, in fact, no, sometimes the understanding comes immediately, very rarely, but many times, particularly for things like this, but I realize that God wants me to, he, it's almost like God wants you to go on a journey of interrogation. He wants you to, you know, so you just get, it's like, you just, it's like somebody dropping a clue and then where does this clue lead? Why was this clue dropped? And then you now begin to unravel. But that unraveling, sometimes it takes... Uh, the, uh, I think the last time this happened to me, it took me like... I, I was on that unraveling journey for about two or three years. And even at the end of it, I got some answers. But there, was, there are still some things that to, till today I've just concluded that it's only God that knows. But that, that one was a very co- complex situation. But you know... But for me, I always want to know. I always want to know. Oh gosh, I want to know. I always want to know. What is this? Why is it happening? Where did it come from? What does it mean? What am I supposed to do? You know. So, but I guess this is just me reflecting on God's omnipotence and omniscience. So imagine a God that knows everything. He knows all of this. He knows the kind of people that if they came into my life today, they would be able to tempt me out of my current lifestyle choices. And he's actively preventing them from coming into my space. Making sure that in my going out and my coming in, I never meet those people. Because I say to you, I put it to you, regardless of how strong you think you are, there are people that if they came into your life, they could influence you into doing what you know you should not be doing and it's not that they are so great or they are so evil it's just the impact that their presence will have on you it's for the same reason that you see some people church girls you know they marry this guy all of a sudden everything changes or this man marries this woman uh, everything changes or this person she went to work in this office it's you know we influence one another and it's really about, it's not something you can, 
explain away it's it's so it's personal so for some other person you know like some people they travel abroad to different countries they change some people they don't change some remain the same you know but it's it's so personal there's it's it's your journey nobody can really explain why some people it you know certain things experiences relationships have a certain impact on them and differently from others it's you it's just you so i need to stay close to god because i i i think yesterday and, and i think i needed that reality check i just realized that wow and you know i have known this about myself i have known it i have known it i have known it i'm, I'm literally somebody and i think i should just say this and let me just end this here a lot of people look at me and they think oh Shola is so serious she's level-headed and all that and scratch that up none of those things i am someone who has been conditioned by a very conservative upbringing to live a life in a certain way there is, has been always a part of me who wanted to live a different kind of life but i've also realized too that and i think that's what got me to god because i also realized that that different kind of life came with a lot of pain with a lot of loss and i i i got i i, I I saw who the devil was. I knew that there is evil in the world. And for me, the pleasure that the world brings comes with pain. You know. So once I realized that, it made it very uninteresting to me. There is no addiction that the devil offers you. At the end of it, there is sorrow. Do you understand? There is always some horrible suffering that the person will go through and not be able to get out of. We see it in the lives of celebrities, famous people, their children. It doesn't mean that other people don't suffer. But what I'm saying is that the devil sells pleasure with pain. And that's why the Bible talks about the blessing of the Lord that makes it and doesn't add any sorrow. So because I don't like that pain, particularly the suffering, it's not even a pain that you have the capability to end. If, if it was pain that, okay, there was medication for then, yeah, that's different. But this kind of pain, medication will not even solve it. In fact, it will make it worse. Nobody, if it's in, you have to go back to God and then, you know, go through that process. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just stay with the God that gives me the pleasure that does not come with pain. So that's it. But other than that, you know, and, and that's why I keep saying, and, and I think that's what is at the heart of my quest to know God for who he is. Because I say to myself, I am not going to live a life because I say to myself, there's pleasure on earth. You know, when the Bible talks of the pleasures of sin, anybody that tells you that sin is not doesn't have a fleeting pleasure a person has probably never sinned before in their life if they have they will know that there's pleasure in sin that's why people do it do you understand i mean when eve ate the 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 the, the fruit the fruit looked very delicious she said it was she saw that it was good for food and the bible doesn't tell us that she beat it and it was bitter and she threw it away they finished the fruit you understand what i'm saying it was good but spiritually devastating. So, I've always felt my, my ongoing quest, the quest and the journey I'm on right now, to know God for who He is and do the things that are pleasing in His sight, not according to what any man says, but what God and the Bible says, is because I have told myself that if I'm going to deny myself of the pleasures of sin, it must be because I am really doing what God says. I don't want that in between of you are a Christian but you are not really believing like a Christian I, I, I might as well go into the world and then let's follow that path you know what I'm saying eat and drink today for we die tomorrow you know what I'm saying that mentality but I, I can't even do that I don't even want that because like I said that pain 
that suffering i don't want it there is no pleasure that is worth that amount of pain that's that's it for me i don't like pain i don't like suffering i, I never have i rather abstain and go through the, the pain of abstention is a different kind of pain that's when i can live with that one the pain of disappointment yes the pain of crossed dreams yes but the pain and the suffering that the devil that one that tears you up from inside makes you want to wish you were disintegrated and never existed ah, no please no i don't want and the, and even the torments that's the worst aspect because the devil his own his own his his, his pain you know it comes pain and suffering with torment they won't leave, they will torment you very evil creatures so i just leave it there this is you know like it's called musings with jesus and, and yeah that's it's just session of musings and I, i'm almost like hoping nobody will listen to it but i think what i'll just pray is that whoever the lord you know whoever the lord knows will need to hear this and if that this will make sense to them god will need that person to listen to this recording and stay until the end so thank you very much if you're here and that's you God bless you. Stay lifted and have a lovely day.